Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. As most of you know, or if you do not know, the ConExpo ConAg is going to have their expo, and you can register it for it by January 13th, and you can save as much as 40% by registering online right now if you get there by January 13th, as I mentioned. And it's really important for anyone who's not been there, you should check it out. There's some great sessions. You get to learn from really wonderful experts. There's a lot of terrific people there that uh, have great discussions, Uh, There's a lot of wonderful exhibits, and the expo comes every three years, so it's really important. So I wanted to quickly mention to that before I introduce my next guest who's going to be with us here, so it's really great. Our first guest today leads the Sensor System Laboratory and Research Group at the University of Washington, where he is also an associate professor of computer science and electrical engineering. His research there focuses on inventing new sensor system, devising new ways to power them, and developing algorithms for using them. Uh, Please welcome Joshua Smith, associate professor at the University of Washington. Joshua, please welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much. Great to be here. We're delighted to have you, Joshua. So, Joshua, in segment one, we were just talking about the infrastructure, and there's so much that we've discovered that the infrastructure is really uh, riddled with a lot of challenges. But as we look at challenges when we look at the U.S. infrastructure, I think there's a lot of opportunities to do things in our infrastructure with for sensing with cars and parking lots, but just in general of improving roads and bridges. What do you think? I mean, you've done a lot of research, I think, on this, and you probably have some great thoughts on what we can do on that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so one of the things that uh, I've been working on for, for many years is uh, you know, ways to create sensors that can be deeply embedded in buildings or inside people's bodies or inside concrete structures, could be walls or roads uh, or parking lots, things like that. Um, and so the problems that, a couple of the problems that you know, we've thought about a lot and, and worked on uh, are, you know, how do you, how do you power things like this? Um, and we have some approaches that we think could work. Um, so some of the kinds of things that you could do with that include um, things like, you know, sensing whether a parking spot is available or not. So, you know, right now when you go on, say, Google Maps, you can, you know, you can find out a lot of helpful information such as routes and uh, things like that. But imagine that it could take you directly to a parking spot near your destination. Um, that's something that I think would be, you know, very helpful and could cut cut down on, you know, driving around looking for parking and so forth. Um, or uh, also, you know, there's various things people have thought about with uh, parking lots as well. Um, obviously, you could also learn a lot about traffic from those same sorts of sensors. Um, and, you know, the same things you could potentially use to evaluate the quality of, of the road uh, itself. So I think there are really a lot of possibilities. 
When we when we look at trying to and, and you talk about this when you're looking about um, embedding them, you know, you embed them into let's say the roads, the concrete or a parking lot, and you know, being able to look at traffic or or the availability of a parking spot that you mentioned. What are we talking about? The ability of doing this, you know, how, how do you actually do this? How do you get the life out of a parking sensor to be able to do that? How do you keep it charged, or how, how, how does one be able to do this? And 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 for a construction industry who who's listening right now, why do they care? And what's the benefits to an industry that says, you know, are we reconfiguring the way we do things? Are we able to? Um, you know, um, recreate what we have now or, or what, what, what are we saying that we're doing? Is this something that now it's new construction? Is it, um, rehabbing what we have? What, what are we talking about here? Sure. Um, well, let's see, I'll start with, uh, so a lot of the work that we've been doing over the, the last, you know, 10, 15 years has been on, um, powering electronics using radio waves. Um, so, and the reason we're able to do that now is that electronics has been getting exponentially better. So sometimes, you know, you'll hear about Moore's law, which is kind of explains or, or is a model of why our computers have been getting so much more powerful over the years. But another piece of that is that computers have been getting more energy efficient over the years. So if you look at a modern, you know, modern electronics, it's, it's a trillion times more energy efficient than the electronics we had when, when, say, back when computers first started, say, 50, 60 years ago. And so that means that, you know, all the radio waves that exist in the air, we used to just think of as a kind of information source. And from a power perspective, those signals were negligible. They just didn't do anything. But now electronics has gotten so energy efficient that the radio signals that are already in the air can actually be used uh, as a power source. And from for, for the application we're talking about here, it's especially nice because, you know, radio waves can propagate through, uh, you know, concrete or asphalt. And, uh, you know, obviously light can't do that. Um, so it's kind of a nice... A nice match if you're interested in, you know, building some kind of electronic device, implanting it deeply in, you know, a structure. Uh, this is a nice way to do it. Now, one of the pieces that you mentioned or questions that you asked was, you know, is this for new construction or, or retrofitting? You know, that's honestly not something I've thought about very much. I guess I've mostly thought about the new construction sort of a case or you'd build it into something being built. Um, but there probably are, well, yeah, I'm sure there are ways that you could retrofit as well, uh, you know, including making kind of smart versions of those, you know, things that get mounted on a roadway, like a, like a re, you know, reflector. Those devices, um, which are obviously very robust, could, could have sensing capabilities in them. So when you talk there, about the energy harvesting of this that you have. So let's let's talk about that for the sake of this in the new construction that we have and you have ambient power harvesting and things like this that, that you talk about. How, how do you get this for 
you know the the new construction that we're talking about and and building of of roads that are going to do this and and being able to to create this where where are we talking about this going to happen you know urban areas what where are we really working on this cities well, where where are we really seeing going to see this and when are we going to see this yeah well it's it's always a little difficult to predict exactly when this stuff will happen um, but uh, there there are a few ways that it you know, can can happen. Um, so, you know, it turns out that, uh, you know, TV, like broadcast TV and uh, broadcast, uh, you know, FM radio, uh, those things, uh, you know, put out quite a bit of power. So uh, one possibility is to harvest power from those. Um, you know, obviously there are places out in the middle of... Uh, Kind of far from any urban area where you might not have such signals, but that that is a possibility. Um, the other thing that I think may be kind of m- more likely uh, in the long term is using you know cellular uh, telephone tower uh, uh, signals as as the power source. And I think you know it's those tend to kind of follow big highways as well. So. A lot of times they'll build cell towers along a big interstate so that there is kind of, you know, cell phone coverage everywhere on the interstate. And I think that that is, that is kind of a nice model. Uh, you know, wherever people already want to communicate, you can imagine that also being a place where you want to have, uh, you know, the ability to power these kind of autonomous sensors. Um, so... Was that the question that you were? Yeah, a- actually, at? I'm kind of curious. You have we've just got about a minute left. Are there some really great companies that you're working with right now that you feel that are going to, you know, be these shining stars that are going to do some great things that you're really excited about? Yeah, well, uh, some some colleagues and I, some former students, uh, another professor, and I have founded a company called Jiva Wireless Incorporated, and we're trying to bring these kinds of things uh, to the market. And uh, so I, I think that's, that's one possibility. And, uh, but I think there, there are going to be a lot of very interesting uh, things happening in this space in the coming years. Well, it, it's been, we want to thank you, Joshua. I think it's exciting. And I think what's really interesting is that we've seen all of this and that what you're doing right now and you think uh, at the University of Washington and creating these ideas that, you know, you can take uh, ambient power that you can take sensors and putting them is it's is really exciting. We want to thank you for being with us and we wish you the best of luck as you continue on with your endeavors. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. All right. Thank you. All right, listeners, stick around. We're going to continue our discussion because as you're seeing, there's so much happening right now and what we can do with applying sensors and what we're doing with either in, in concrete or you're seeing even in the idea of parking spaces and, and what we're seeing in new constru- in construction or retrofitting or whatever. But stick around. We're going to continue our discussion. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But as what I told you, Con Expo, Con Ag offers a whole bunch of focus education at the expo. We want you whatever you might need for your business. So stick around. We're going to talk more about it. But if you haven't signed up for the 365 newsletter, go up there and do that. We want you to, to be a part of that. But remember, Con Expo, Con Ag Radio is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine & Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. <laughs> 